from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online at com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks so much for joining me today, Thursday, May 14th. Deacon Randy Keel coming up here very soon with your first and or second reading as we prepare for Sunday's liturgy. At 7.15 today, Ryan and Mary Rose Verrett is going to be on. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to them because uh, uh, Mary Rose and Ryan, they're founders of Witness to Love and authors of Witness to Love, how to help the next generation build marriages that survive and thrive. And there's going to be a virtual date night series that they have coming up. So I'll give you all the information on that. But Ryan and Mary Rose, looking forward to talking to them coming up here soon. Uh, Julie and... Or Chris Magruder going to come up to preview their uh, 9 o'clock show that's coming up today at about 7.25. In the second half hour, uh, 10 quotes from St. Louis de Montfort on the secrets and the power of the Holy Rosary. We're going to talk about that today. Of course, continuing on in this month of Mary as we honor Our Lady here this May. So we'll have that for you as well. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. We'll have your saint of the day in the second half hour. Let's do it. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day with our morning prayer to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. I'm going to do something today I have not done in a long while, Mark, and that is get gas in my car. <laughs> I'm down to once a month, John. You know, you got to, you hear about cars getting 20, 30 miles a gallon. I'm down to once a month filling up with gas. I don't remember. So you're going to do it time. what for the? Yeah, well, you're going to do it for the first time since uh, when Easter? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I don't even remember the last time I got gas, but yeah, just pretty much here to the studio. Yeah, well, that may be changing. Things are going to start opening up, or hopefully safely. You know, folks still have the choice to stay in shelter in place. We encourage that, but you also, you know, it just depends on everybody's situation. But they're, th- they're opening things up gradually, and we're going to see that more tomorrow than today. But uh, lots of news on that front, and I know uh, with the church, and I know Bishop Johnson and the uh, four bishops from Iowa have been talking a little bit more about how they can get the congregation physically back in the churches. That's going to take uh, some time, too. Well, that, just like all Catholics, I think that's the one thing that, that we miss the most, I mean, the, the, the Eucharist. But again, you know, I, I trust our bishop, and I know he's doing what he needs to do to make sure everyone's safe. Well, you make sure you get the best uh, gas you can today, John. You do some gas shopping. You can probably go, you know, five, six different gas stations and, you know, try to find the best buy because uh, it's only about, about a buck fifty a gallon right now. I hear Ankeny's pretty cheap out there, so I might have to take a little stroll. <laughs> yeah, that is true. You may want to stay away from that one parish priest along that uh, main drag there in Ankeny at a lady's immaculate heart. What is today? Today's Thursday. That means he has the day off, so he'll be out in the prowl today somewhere there we go. in that town, I'm sure. Yeah, so you... Uh, you have fun with that. But, yeah, gas is under a dollar in Ankeny sometimes. I've, wow. I've heard that. 
Wow, almost, almost uh, the you know worth it just to get up there and do it. <laughs> yeah, well, well, it just depends who you socialize with, John. I, I know who to and who not to socialize with once I get to Ankeny. There's some great people up there. Get I'll in say and get that. out, huh? That's that's right. Well, bring your umbrella. I don't. I, I'm so. I suppose you left yours in your uh, uh, your man cave back home because you're going to need it today. Yeah, I uh, I think I gave the last one I had to my wife. A real nice Iowa Catholic Radio one, and so she's got that one. So I, I think my car's sitting empty right now in, in all facets. <laughs> so there's a guy out there, folks, no umbrella, and he's wearing sandals. And at least the temperature's above 60 degrees, so I guess that works for you, John. Now you are right on that. I do have my sandals on this morning. I'm not giving those up. I thought so. I thought so. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this uh, Thursday morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. A meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in the morning, we have a, a mixture of cloudy skies, fog, rain here in central Iowa, 57 degrees with the south wind at five miles per hour. And today we will see uh, cloudy skies, scattered showers, and thunderstorms. Some could be severe, mostly in southern Iowa today along the uh, Highway 34 corridor between uh, Creston and uh, Tumwater. You might see some severe weather later, but we could see a thunderstorm or two here in central Iowa. Today's high is 70 degrees, southwest winds at at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, isolated storms possible, giving way to partly cloudy skies, overnight low of 56 degrees, and tomorrow, partly cloudy and dry. If you got to mow, do it on Friday, high of 73 degrees, because on Saturday, showers and thunderstorms back in the forecast, a high of 71 degrees, and on Sunday, partly cloudy and windy, with a high of 68 degrees. Well, in the news, on this Thursday morning, the Iowa legislature will reconvene on Wednesday, June 3rd. The session was suspended back in March as a precaution to slow the spread of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Now, House and Senate leadership officials say there will be additional safety precautions in place at the State House, including requiring everyone to have a health screening before they enter the Capitol building and follow social distancing. Face masks are recommended and will be provided to those who want who want one while uh, being at the State House. Other precautions include hand sanitizer stations, uh, be, uh, excuse me, located throughout the Capitol at entrances to the building, and the House and Senate chambers the house floor will be limited to representatives and necessary staff and uh, the legislative council will meet by teleconference on thursday may 14th at 3 30 to vote on uh, to officially resume session uh, again on wednesday june 3rd with the iowa legislature convening Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Once again, there'll be a decision made by the end of this month on Iowa's two high school summer sports, whether they're played or not, baseball and softball, and that should be made here right before Memorial Day weekend. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have fog and rain, 57 degrees with a south wind at 5 miles per hour, and today we will see cloudy skies, scattered showers, and thunderstorms. Some could be severe in southern Iowa. Today's high is 70 degrees with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning, John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. 
traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are starting off accident-free. The only issues out there is uh, all the construction happening, so do be aware of that today. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, Deacon Randy. Uh, good morning, John. How you doing this morning? I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to our portion of Scripture from Acts chapter 8, our first reading for this Sunday. All right, let's do it. We're going to find out what Deacon Philip has been up to. (laughs) (laughs) We look at last week, we see the sending out of the first seven deacons out into the community because the apostles were realizing, man, the Lord is doing so much here, we need a bigger group. We're forming the beginning of the beginning of the church. The beginning of the beginning. And here's our first story with Philip. He goes down to Samaria. We don't think of that as just going back to Kansas. Going to Samaria was like the land on the other side. It's where you didn't go if you were a Jew. You didn't do this. This is where people from virtually all that they knew, other parts of the world, lived. And they didn't know how to relate. But Philip goes down there to proclaim the Christ to them, to bring the word of the Messiah. And here's what I want to emphasize. Not only did he preach, quote, the good news, but also many signs and wonders were done in the name of Christ, and the unclean spirits left, and they were crying out in loud voices. But there was great joy in that city for three reasons. Number one, the marginalized were no longer marginalized. Hmm. People were brought into the fold. Number two, so people belonged. We have an innate need inside of us to, to belong. Number two, the healing that happened from many things that people saw absolutely no hope. There was no hope until then for the healing they experienced. And number three, they received and lived inside of the good news. That is the person of Jesus Christ that they were living in, even though they were hearing this from good old Deacon Philip. That's the three things that happened down in Samaria and went on, went on from there. The apostles came back down They brought down the Holy Spirit, down to the folks. There we have, we start off with baptism, and now we have confirmation coming down to the folks. Be sealed in the Holy Spirit is what happened with them there. Uh, This is so Catholic. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, 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 this is one of those, you know, with, with my Protestant brothers and sisters that I'm, I'm able to point to a lot and just say, here's the church, here's the beginning, and look at where it's gone. I mean, here's the extension here. I mean, it, what, what you're saying is just so Catholic. And even the first signs that were done, they were, they were miracles cleaning the Holy Spirit, cleaning of the unclean spirits, and the healings also. But the final sign of what was done was the bringing down of the Holy Spirit. And the word sign literally means that it's something that points to a reality that is beyond itself. And that is what the divine nature of God is. He is a reality that is beyond itself. It's a crack that opens into heaven just to show us earthbound people a glimpse of God's truth and heaven itself. Well, as you said, uh, this is the beginnings of the church right here, friends. So when you're reading Acts uh, this weekend, however it is, of course, that you're diving into the readings, and I hope you do, uh, if you're not uh, able to stream Masses, I hope you're at least uh, uh, reading the first, second, and Gospels, first and second reading the Gospel for the weekend. But this is this is one of those that should get you pumped up as a Catholic, because right here we see the beginnings. It reemphasizes to us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah, there's no doubt. Deacon Randy Keel, everyone, would you give us your blessing? 
for sure. I pray for the blessing of Almighty God through the joy of the Word of God and the Holy Spirit to come upon us in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Deacon Randy Keel, everyone. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Thank you, John. Bye-bye. All right. Ryan and Mary Rose Ferret are going to be on coming up right after this. Uh, They are the founders of Witness to Love and the authors of Witness to Love, How to Help the Next Generation Build Marriages that Survive and Thrive. They've got a virtual date night series coming up. We're going to talk to Ryan and Mary Rose right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show. Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design, thank you for underwriting the show. I was able to spend some time with them the other day up there in Winterset at their headquarters, and it was just good to get to know the whole family. And I mean the whole family, big Catholic veteran family, and I was just really uh, treated to a lot of the area that they were uh, that they were working on, and, and they took me around just to look at some of their work. It was absolutely Beautiful. Yes, Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design. Listeners for a long time to hear at Iowa Catholic Radio and supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to this family. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral home and crematory for underwriting christ is the answer losing a loved one as we know is never easy and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times but caldwell parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith caldwell parish funeral home and crematory is des moines only catholic owned and operated funeral home the number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com the catholic tuition organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Howdy, folks. This is Jimmy Aiken from Catholic Answers Live, and it's very important that you support your local radio station because it's only your local Catholic radio station that makes it possible for you to hear wonderful programming like Catholic Answers Live and all of the other great EWTN shows. So please help them out right now and be generous. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
Thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. Residential re-roofs for 30 years. A man that knows that above business, though, is his faith. And a man committed to running his business with those Christian values. Uh, yes, even in the rain. 963-4494. That's 963-4494. Residential re-roofs with Dean Bell. Let's go to our next guest of the day. They are founders of Witness to Love and authors of Witness to Love, How to Help the Next Generation Build Marriages that Survive and Thrive. Ryan and Mary Rose Verrett joins me. Hello to both of you. Hey, good morning. Mary Rose is nearby. She's with our little, our five little ones. Who well, are good. Waking up and pulled her away for a second, but she'll be right by. Well, that's awesome. Sounds yeah. good to me. Thanks for having us. Oh, sure. Thanks for coming on. Before we get into the conference that you guys are holding, the, the uh, virtual conference, let's talk about Witness to Love. Where, how did, was this born? Yeah, Witness to Love uh, came out of uh, our experience in our, in our local parish. It was um, uh, us, uh, we, we were the, the couple among a few others given the big diocesan uh, formation conferences, 80 couples at a time, you know, five times a year in the diocesan center, you know, with hot rooms, food was okay. And speakers were, we were all kind of just doing the best we could and, you know, realizing that, uh, the essential, um, piece to, uh, to really provide for better ma- marriage formation is to kind of return things to the parish and let, you know, and let the parish have an opportunity to really kind of support and, renew trust in millennials and have them be incorporated into the church. So what we discovered was, we definitely say it was a, a rediscovery. It would be a, an early church kind of catechumen approach to marriage formation where virtuous friendships become the platform for catechesis. So a lot of words there, but it's, um, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a process that we think is, is very in line with, uh, how, you know, how, how God consistently revealed himself, you know, through obviously the action of Christ and humanity, but letting that be something to really elevate marriage. I'm interested in the process because, you know, a lot of people, yeah. when they think of this, uh, they've got the idea, they got the big picture, but now it's time to get to the, you know, the nitty gritty here. Um, do you approach your pastor? How does this look? Yeah, so we, we, our pastor was actually with us. He was the wedding priest of the diocese. And he was uh, pretty much, yeah, he had so many weddings, and he said he was so tired of uh, of the experience of marriage prep. He said, you always, you know, you think you're going to have, um, you spend all this time with these couples, loving them, having them come to Mass, you know, the retreats, teaching NFP. And then he said, after the wedding day, he said, you think you're going to see them? He said, but they don't. In fact, you know, most places in the, in the United States, you can go through the whole marriage preparation process and not even go to Mass once. And so the, the John Paul II clearly said that, you know, for, for marriage formation, marriage prep to be a success, there really, there really has to be implanted within the hearts of young people a desire to be a part of the ecclesial community and to receive, you know, Christ in the Eucharist. And that is something that just has not been done. It's been, I think marriage prep in the past has been so accommodating to uh, preferences of, of uh, just kind of secular desires or expectations about, about a wedding day. But the sacrament of matrimony, obviously, is a, is a covenant in the Lord, and something that needs to that needs to be returned to the a parish, and have and couples reintroduce that. So what we what we applied was obviously not just um, not just sort of like a syllogism or some type of uh, theory. We wanted to really discover um, an ethos, a, a methodology for a, you know accompanying back into the, the parish life. And the way that we we did that was through the rediscovery of engaged couples being invited and choosing themselves mentor couples very much like Priscilla and Aquila in the New Testament. If people want to take a look at that, our website is witness to love.org. And, uh, we are a nonprofit organization that now from our little parish here in South Louisiana, we work in 
Um, we're in four different languages now and about 80 different dioceses. And so it's, uh, it's remarkable to see um, how essential good marriage formation and support is to renewing the life of the church. So let's say uh, I'm getting married, uh, and my mm-hmm. fiance Teresa and I are, uh, you know, looking around. We we have our parish. Uh, we come to the pastor and we say, "Hey, we we want to get married in your church." Um, what does he say to me? He says to you, "Say, look, that's, that that is great." And he said, "But he said for you to get married in this church, you know, or within the church in general, he said the best thing that we can give to you is sort of the support." Of another Catholic couple. And so what we're going to do, the first step is, he said, when I he said I have your little date here that you want June 12th to get married, he said, but I'm going to just pencil that in. He said, but I can't ink it in until I start seeing you in this parish going to Mass. And he said, I would, what I want you to do is, I want you to go to Mass, and I want you to find a couple who you feel that it has a, a, a marriage that you would want to be modeled after. And what you do is they choose that couple, and they ask that couple, hey, would you, uh, We Father told us that we have to choose a mentor couple. We barely even know you because we haven't been going to church at all. But we're gonna, would you be open to walking with us? And so that was, that was something we thought that, you know, people are not going to want to do that. Everybody's so busy. But actually what had happened was this process, Unleashed a lot of generosity. Mother Teresa says, "Kindness itself has converted more people than zeal, science, eloquence." So, when these engaged couple, that first step is choosing a mentor. Then they come back a month later, and then they can basically start the catechetical process. But this mentor couple that they chose, what happens is they go through a process of being of going of receiving marriage enrichment. So, what we use is the me- the method of marriage enrichment being the um, the formational kind of arena that the engaged couple sees. So instead of learning on their own and just checking the list like most parents have done, they actually learn through the experience and the conversion and the deepening of marriage enrichment, filling the gap that most of these couples have uh, have received because of their own parents' divorce. And so it's brought some healing there. So that first step is crucial. Once they choose... Father Benedict Grishel would say this all the time, that you know, human beings grow first and foremost in relationships. He was a psychologist. So, if, but you, so we use the relationship, a virtuous relationship, according, you know, prudence, justice, temperance, and fortitude, and faith, hope, and love, you know, according to St. Thomas Aquinas, to drive, to drive them back into the church and to convert them. So um, that first month is crucial, and that's kind of the beginning step. And what we see in this all the time, a lot of, Parishes have had assigned mentors where where they get burnt out and they, they do it a couple of times. But in witness to love, the engaged couple, all the pressure is on them to go and discern. And even though they're cohabitating, contracepting, and they have been looking at pornography, what we find is that what, that God still somehow, this actual grace, God is still calling them into into a faithful love, and they articulate in some way what's good, true, and beautiful about marriage, and Father says, you go and find that in my parish. And he said, when you come back with that couple, we're going to ink in this date. And that's when, we had one priest say one time, he said, every act of evangelization requires a space that only the Holy Spirit can fill, and we've, we noticed that in this. They choose, when they choose, they have some skin in the game, we have their attention, and then the outcomes have been uh, a lot better, because how does we see our divorce rate, has been lowered, been doing this now for nine years, and we've been tracking couples. And then 
or mass attendance, which is one of the best indicators of a successful, successful marriage being kind of rooted in the parish life, uh, has risen from basically 13, 10 to 13% of newlywed couples, and in some places 70%. So, um, again, it's witness2love.org, and we could, we, what we do is we help parishes um, see uh, their, uh, the, the parish as the center and the core of, of renewing uh, society. And so we, we know that if we can get more couples in, obviously, and children, we have an opportunity to, um, to uh, not only sustain where we are with regards to Catholic culture in the United States, but also to renew it and to uh, welcome new families into the Church. Right, and like you said, you know, a, a side effect of this is the fact that, you know, you're, you're probably strengthening marriages that, you know, have been married for 10, 20, 30 years that these young couples are going up to and asking to mentor them. Two-for-one evangelization. Yeah. At a very, at a very, at a, at a, the cost is generally around $70. Uh, for the books that they receive and the app content, and that's marriage and marriage, marriage enrichment is the most difficult thing to pull off in the parish. There's, and there's a lot more people married in the United States than there are engaged. If we, if we can support them, oftentimes we have priests say, you know, the home should be a missionary outpost of the local parish. When the home becomes a place of also catechesis, like in the early church, which is where we're going now today with the you know, just the demographics and the way par- many parishes and dioceses are struggling. But the home is, you know, is the essential place of formation. And we, you see that those, once once a marriage is enriched, because their formation in the 80s and 90s before, most of them was pretty bad. Um, and uh, many missed opportunities. But we find like here and the Holy Spirit has given us another opportunity through some, a younger couple asking us to basically share your heart and your life with us. They might say that as beautifully at, at the beginning, but towards the end of the relationship. Is uh, is really indicative of, of renewal taking place. This is a really cool thing, man. I know you got a virtual date night series coming up. Tell us about it. Yeah, the virtual date night came out of an idea uh, where, where because so many people were at home, so many parishes were, were closed. Uh, we thought, you know, let let's get five kind of leading couples of family life directors from the United States. So Mary Rose and I, Mary Rose and I, and the kids across the country and the continent many times. And we said, let's just get let's get five um, couples. And this is actually the beginning of a marriage mystagogia we're creating. Um, we've been working on it for two years. And so we thought, you know, as this priest said, your home needs to be a missionary outpost of the local parish, a light post. And so what we did was we put these videos together, created a date night and a, a virtual date night that where there's pre-recorded information and then opportunities for couples and parishes to connect in a video chat after. Uh, so they could do it whenever they, they kind of like and fits them. And we thought a couple hundred people would maybe respond, which, which, which would be great. We've had nearly over 1,700 couples now from nine different countries uh, participate in this. It's something that was free and at no cost. Um, and uh, and it, we, we were, I guess we were edified um, that uh, there would be such a, a passion um, do this. I think this, these eight, nine weeks that many of us in the United States have been home has been a relationship accelerator. You know, uh, huge opportunity for conversion and growth. Obviously, hard stuff for some people, and for many of us, you know, many opportunities for sacrifice. But to just, ha- I, I think, let's not, as a nation, you know, let's not miss the opportunity to, as things are opening up, to really like reflect on this. And hopefully, this is a, this was only a once in a lifetime chance that we had to be pressed into this. This, uh, this kind of intensity of time, but um, to, let's not miss an opportunity for couples to, to connect this experience to, to, to our Lord 
and the vision that God the Father has for our marriages. So um, it's Be Light. It's called Be Light because, you know, obviously we want to, we think at the end of the day, the best thing that we can inspire among um, Catholic families in the United States is just more generosity, more generosity and kindness, as Mother Teresa said, first step of conversion. And so if we do that, uh, this is, uh, we, it's, a, it's a good sign. So we, 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 are, we are beginning a second stage of this. Uh, and again, this is the beginning of our marriage, Mr. Goji, but it's called the, you know, Be Light uh, Date Night. Um, and you see it on our website, witness2love.org. Witness2love.org, friends, and you can be a part of that virtual date night series. And, you know, who knows, if, if you are inspired by what it, the work that they're doing, take it to your pastor, take it to your parish, and uh, see if you, maybe you can implement it. Sounds strong, man. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. God bless you. All right. That's Ryan Verrett, everyone, uh, one of the co-founders there with his wife, Mary Rose, of Witness to Love. Sounds interesting to me. I like it. I like the approach. You know, my, my initial thought there at the beginning when he was saying, you know, the couples will go out and find someone was, will they actually do that? And they're finding great success in it. So inspiring stuff. Let's go to Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Hi, Julie. Good morning, John. Good morning How are you? to you. I'm doing just fine this morning. How are you holding up? Oh, doing well, doing well. It's kind of nice to be going out a little bit more. I tell you, we were kind of hitting the wall yet last week in our household. We're all melting down. <laughs> well, I, now, does Lynn have uh, some you know surgeries she's got to get to now? A few. You know, they're they're fifty um, percent, and yeah. they're doing it. You know, with all the precautions. So yes, he is. He's doing a little more. Yeah. Well, so he's uh, he's in there, and and so tell him uh, definitely with all the people that we're praying for, all of our medical workers, we're praying for him too. Well, I'll tell him that he'll appreciate it. He'll all appreciate right. it. So. What do we got coming up on your show? Okay, so we have Mary Hesseltine coming on the show today. She is the author of the book "Made for This: The Catholic Woman's Guide to Birth." So she has taken the topic of childbirth and brought it into the Catholic perspective. Um, as you know, you and Teresa know, you, you have young kids. You've just been through a lot of the birth process with your kids. That You know, the birth affects all of us as women, our mind, our body, our soul, and our heart. So she has taken that aspect and brought it into helping the Catholic woman understand all this through the Catholic faith, through our faith. And she brings in a little bit of theology of the body, um, the uniqueness of how we're created to give birth, that by God has created us to do this. And uh, she has other topics about, you know, birth plans, which reminds me, did you and Teresa have a birth plan when with your kids? Uh, survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's that working for you? That was about you? it. <laughs> we're still alive. It's working. <laughs> kids are still good. Oh, yep, that's great. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so she, so we're going to have her on. And the interesting thing, too, is she's a certified birth doula. So we're going to talk about her work as a doula as well, too. We just had three really different experiences uh, with our kids being born. I mean, just it, it was just crazy. Three different hospitals uh, and three different experiences. I mean, you know, the first one with Joseph, of course, that was just a roller coaster. Uh, right. and ended up with a little miracle at the end there. Uh, Gianna was very strange because, you know, she had to have a C-section uh, because of an infection that, that was taking place in the first one. She's been very vocal about all this. Uh, and um, so we just, kind of, you know, it's weird. You just kind of wake up and go have a baby. And then, of course, with Anthony, there I am in Rome. And so, <laughs> that you know, the teleconferencing in, uh, you know, the, 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 the medical room. So it was very strange. But I'll be interested to hear and listen to the show today. It sounds like this is a, a need in our in our world. And I love that of course, there's the Catholic twist to it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It's so right. important. 
Well, keep up the good work, Julie. Talk to you oh, soon. Thank you. All right, John. All Bye. Right. That's Julie Nelson, host of Catholic Women Now, everyone. 9 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. If you miss it, iowacatholicradio.com. And what better time to binge listen to some of our shows here in Iowa Catholic Radio than to go to our website and do just that. Coming up in the second half hour, we're going to continue as we honor Our Lady in this month of May with 10 quotes from St. Louis de Montfort in The Secret of the Rosary that is going to talk about the power of the rosary and unleashing that in your family today. Our family just prayed a decade of the rosary last night, and we just are continuing on with that uh, for our night prayer right now for the next five nights to finish that rosary. Of course, you can do it in many different ways, but that's something that's been uh, a staple of our family household, especially during this time. A lot of good fruits coming from it. We'll have that for you in the second half hour. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning right here on this Thursday, May 14th. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And a big thank you to Blessman International, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Blessman International is a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of the impoverished children and families there in the South African province of Limpopo, doing their best to make that happen right now with what everyone is going through. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting this show. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, As the Father loves me, so I also love you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be complete. This is my commandment, love one another as I love you. No one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. On the Feast of St. Matthias, the apostle who replaced Judas, Jesus commands us to not love as a violent dictator imposing upon his subjects. He commands because of the love he has for us and wants us to experience it and help others do the same. After all, love can't really be forced. It must not only be felt in one's heart, it must also be a conscious and free decision. Invigorated by his love, we're then disposed to prudently ask the Father for what we need and to bear great fruit. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, we try to give you all options and information that would affect the comfort of your home. Do you have an AC that is over 10 years old? Did you have trouble with your AC last year? Chances are high that your system is using an old style of refrigerant that's no longer made. So to go along with our regular $99 Gold Club membership, we're offering you a free leak search. So don't get caught hot and let Golden Rule make sure you are ready for summer. Go to GoldenRulePHC.com. Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thanks for joining me. It's the month of Mary. Yes, it is. The month of May. We dedicate to Our Lady in our faith, and uh, we are continuing on with that theme this month. Uh, every day, trying to do just something, talk about Our Lady in some way to honor her and to strengthen our devotion to her. So in the second half hour here, we're going to have uh, 10 quotes from St. Louis de Montfort's The Secret of the Rosary to talk about the power of the rosary and implementing that into your life as well. Mark Amadeo with your news in sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Selwa. Saint of the day is an interesting one today. I think you guys will like this one. It's, uh, it's you know, you talk about the early church. Here we are. So we'll uh, we'll talk about that as well. Uh, all right, Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God with our morning offering. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. And Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, you know, we finally see that light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, you know, it, it, it's it's appearing, of course, tomorrow uh, with some, some th- places opening and everything. But, you know, wear that mm-hmm. mask if you don't have one yet. Now, if you don't have one, wh- where should people go to get them? Well, they're available in a lot of different places, John. So it kind of depends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can get them. You can order them online. You're an Amazon guy. You can order yep. them online, and and, and they're different types. Uh, people are making them uh, right now. They have the cloth type, which needs to be washed uh, uh, every so often, and then they have the ones you know, like the doctors use. I don't think we, as civil servants, need that. As we're everyday public, we don't need that type of mask, but we need something. And when you go to the store, whether it's grocery store or, or have your car fixed or wherever you're out and about, you need to wear a mask. Now, people are wearing masks in their cars. That is not necessary, it's, I, I don't think, and I don't. Um, I think it's necessary when you're out amongst the public and social distancing. So there's some Do's and don'ts, uh, they're not required, but certain businesses are going to start requiring them if they haven't already, like Menards and Hy-Vee have uh, kind of required their employees to be that way and and, and the public. So little things like that. How, how about you, John? Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah I'm i not going anywhere, so I'm really not wearing one right now. But <laughs> that is well, you got to go get... You, you have to get gas today, so you got to wear. Uh, you're going to be at the gas station. Well, yeah, but I'm just going to step out of the car, put the card in, and get back in the car. So that's kind of the extent of. Hey, Deacon Tony's got his on over there. Look at those guitars, man. I got yeah, my mask on, in- but nobody can understand me. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like me during a sports broadcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you, now make sure you sanitize, John. We've had a lot of stuff. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of it on uh, the, on the social media about gas stations. And uh, sanitize yourself before you get in your car. Have that hand sanitizer right on the hood of your car and use that before you get into your car after filling up with gas. A little, I'll do little that. tidbit there. Now, yeah. will my dog be able to get a haircut here? <laughs> yeah, I think everybody. That... you got to make an appointment. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make an appointment, my friend. I don't even recognize him. My goodness. 
Yeah. Yeah, barbershops, hair salons all be in business starting tomorrow. And, yeah, make your appointments if they haven't been uh, done already. That's the one silver lining about being bald for me, man. Haven't had to worry about that. <laughs> well, my wife has given me uh, two haircuts. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've made sure I've tipped her very well. There I've given go. her a couple of tips of the day. Uh, not monetarily, John, but just a tip of the day, if you know what I mean. Uh, I, oh, I'm sure I, she takes those go- well. One of them was Go Hawks, and I left with a Mohawk, uh, so that didn't work out very well. It did not work out well for me. Yep, yeah. there you go. So I just got I just had my hair cut last week, so I'm doing good. They just all the way down to the, the scalp. That's so it, I'm, man. I'm, I'm almost bald, That's so kind of like at. you. That's where I'm at. All right. Well, be, well, be safe out there, and uh, folks, wear a mask when you're outdoors uh, amongst the public, and that includes you, Mr. Leonetti, even though you're... Filling up for gas for the first time in a month since, what, Easter? I'll be wearing it, yeah, pretty much. That's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning. We've got a very damp Thursday going on right now from the WHO TV 13 weather desk. And meteorologist Megan Selwa currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios. We have cloudy skies, fog, and rain. Not necessarily in that order, but 57 degrees. South winds at 5 miles per hour. Be prepared. We're going to see some severe weather Potentially here in central and southern Iowa today, we'll see cloudy skies throughout the day, scattered showers and thunderstorms, and a high of 70 degrees. Southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour throughout the day, and some of that weather might be severe, especially along uh, southern Iowa on Highway 34 from Creston all the way to Ottumwa. might uh, come up to a central Iowa. So be mindful of that. Keep an eye on the sky. Tonight, isolated storms possible, and it'll be clearing towards dawn, overnight low of 56 degrees. And then tomorrow on your Friday, partly cloudy dry, high of 73 degrees. Degrees. That'll be the day to get the lawn mowed because Saturday, showers and thunderstorms throughout the day on Saturday, a high of 71 degrees. But on Sunday, partly cloudy, windy, and dry, high of 68 degrees. Well, in the news on this Thursday morning, the Iowa legislature will reconvene on Wednesday, June 3rd. The session was suspended back in March as a precaution to slow the spread of the COVID-19 coronavirus. Now, House and Senate leadership officials say there will be additional safety precautions in place, including requiring everyone to have health screening before they enter the Capitol building and follow social distancing. Face masks are recommended and will be provided to those who want one. Hand sanitizer stations will be located throughout the Capitol building at entrances throughout the building and the House and Senate chambers. The House floor will be limited to representatives and necessary staff, and the Capitol building will be reopened to the public on Monday, May 18th, with reduced hours, and only the west entrance will be open. The Legislative Council will meet by teleconference on Thursday, May 14th, that is today, to vote at 3.30 this afternoon to resume the uh, House and Senate sessions at the Iowa Legislature for Wednesday, June 3rd. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And once again, all a decision about Iowa's two high school summer sports, baseball and softball, should be made by the governor of the state of Iowa here by the end of this month. And once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have uh, cloudy skies, fog, and there's been rain in the area, 57 degrees right now, a south wind at 5 miles per hour. And today we'll see cloudy skies, scattered showers, and thunderstorms throughout the day. Some of those could be severe. Today's high 70 degrees with southwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic. 
and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still a good drive this morning, uh, accident-free, and just to keep be aware of all the construction happening right now, it is the season. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. While we know little about today's saint, we recognize his holiness and service to the church, St. Matthias, today. He was a follower of Jesus from the time of Jesus' baptism by John the Baptist until the Ascension. Following the Ascension, Peter recognized the need to replace Judas among the Twelve, and Matthias was one of the two nominees for the job. The apostles prayed and drew lots and Matthias became the 12th apostle. Beyond that, not much is known about St. Matthias. Various traditions have him preaching the gospel in Judea, uh, Ethiopia as well. Some traditions record that he was martyred on a cross, but many depictions of him have him holding an axe, suggesting this was the instrument of his martyrdom. What we do know, though, is he did give the ultimate sacrifice for Jesus Christ, his life. We ask today, St. Matthias, to pray for us. Amen. It's those saints that really oftentimes inspire me the most. The ones that you don't know a lot about, but their holiness and their name still carry so strong throughout the uh, generations, throughout the history of the church. It's just, it's a beautiful witness, really. And and again, you don't know all the the nitty gritty, the details of it, but you know that they made such an impact and were such a big figure uh, in the early church. Thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting our saint of the day, a deacon here in Des Moines. Experienced in wills and estate planning makes it easy on you because he does the work for you. 30 years. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. When we come back, we're going to honor Our Lady with today's special little clip. We're going to talk about St. Louis de Montfort's uh, Secrets of the Rosary and the Power of the Rosary. I've got 10 quotes here to talk just about that. Don't go anywhere. John Lee and Eddie in the morning, right here on this Thursday, May 14th. Thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Full range of residential plumbing services in Des Moines. 100% satisfaction guarantee serving Des Moines and surrounding areas for more than two decades now. GoldenRulePHC.com. Expect high-quality workmanship and professionals. GoldenRulePHC.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, May 14th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father David Polich. Father Polich is among our retired priests. Happy birthday! Check out the latest issue of the Catholic Mirror hitting mailboxes this weekend. Read about how our 8th grade and high school graduates across our diocese are being celebrated despite social distancing restrictions. Read about Mercy One and CHI Health's Catholic response to their COVID patients. And in our vocation centerfold, you read about the many unexpected graces experienced by our seminarians who were quarantined both in Rome and St. Paul, Minnesota. Read about the upcoming June 12th ordination of our three seminarians and meet our newest seminarian. Last but not least, this issue contains our new priest assignments and priest milestone anniversaries. Check out these stories and much more in the May issue of the Catholic Mirror hitting mailboxes this weekend. 
That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Thank you for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Did you know when you support Iowa Catholic Radio, you can make your donation go farther by asking your employer about matching gifts. Ask your employer about matching gifts, and thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the morning is provided by Five Sons Naturescapes. Five Sons Naturescapes is a Catholic veteran-owned family company providing premium outdoor landscaping, clean up and restore outdoor living space with retaining walls, privacy fencing, pergolas, paver sidewalks, and patios. Issues with soil settling and water around the foundation and yard? Five Sons Naturescapes can grade and install drainage tile to help. Five Sons Naturescapes online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. No man is we can no man is I heard a piece the other day uh, from Eric Robinson, and he was talking about um, quotes that reveal the secrets of the Holy Rosary. But I was really interested, and I'm going to try to get him on uh, the show here. I was really interested in his own story because you know he was uh, a Protestant, uh, came over to Catholicism about five years ago. But he talked about how his biggest stumbling block was Mary. Uh, and he says, you know, he sees this in many converts as well. Yesterday, I talked to uh, Bo a little bit about that during his Catholic Truth and Beauty segment uh, as we continue to honor Our Lady through the month of May. And and there are some of my favorite stories. You know, some of my favorite stories come from, uh, you know, Mary's being the biggest hurdle in, in people kind of coming over from Catholicism. Uh, Chris Paget, uh, Catholic musician and speaker, has talked about that and uh, just really has a beautiful, I mean, he just went completely 180 you know with our lady and um, he's got a great book called holy mary uh that uh, that that he wrote on it and uh, he talks about his his own journey into the catholicism many years ago but you know mary being that stumbling block but really has come just to love her as mother of course you know it goes without saying but i should say it because i know we get new listeners in all the time mary is not a god mary is not someone that we worship mary is uh was completely human fully human uh, of course no divinity in her whatsoever she's a creature of god god created mary uh, but we know he created her perfect and uh, you know tim staples has talked about he, he gave a great analogy on understanding that you know the the, uh, the the perfection of our lady the immaculate conception and, and you know some of our, our protestant brothers and sisters will say that mary um you know jesus saved everyone of course on the cross it's what the bible says uh, and so if he saved everyone then everyone would be in need of being saved and therefore if everyone was in need of being saved then everyone suffered original sin and if everyone suffered original sin then mary she counts as everyone would uh, need it be in need of saving as well uh, and Tim Staples gives the analogy that that's true. Of course, uh, you know, Our Lady, she was saved, but she was created. 
uh, in in that fashion. So he gives the example that if I was to walk out to a kind of getting off track from where I wanted to go, but I'll just say it anyway. If I was walking out to the parking lot and there was a big hole in the ground and I was to uh, fall into that hole, I would need someone to come over and save me, to pull me out of the hole, get me out of there somehow. But if I was to walk out into the parking lot and right before I was to fall into that hole, someone swooped in and pulled me back, you also would have saved me. And this is how the early church fathers have understood Our Lady as the Immaculate Conception is that God created her, but he saved her from falling into that hole, the sin, in the beginning. This is how we understand Our Lady being immaculately conceived. It was God's doing. It wasn't anything that Mary could do on her own. It was God's doing. And of course, now preserving her to bear him to the world as that new Ark of the Covenant, the place of perfection where God would dwell as he comes into the world. Anyway, uh, Mr. Eric Robinson talks about his his journey in that. and It was the rosary that turned him around. And basically, he doesn't go into the details, but he suffered a severe trial in his life. And uh, one that, for some reason, he just kind of turned to the rosary. Someone gave him a small piece of advice, pray the rosary, and he did. And he said he kind of found it monotonous, found it a little boring at the beginning. But he started to see the graces that were coming out of this, and he couldn't argue with it. And pretty soon, uh, his, his world completely changed, and he saw Our Lady and her prayers as the most powerful of prayers that we can that we can have. Of course, the Mother of God, and so he he dives into Saint Louis de Montfort uh, and uh, pulls out some just rich quotes. If you haven't read the Secret of the Holy Rosary yet, I really recommend you doing it. Uh, Divine Treasures, they should have it. If they don't have it, they'll order it for you. Call them today. And ask him if they have this book, The Secret of the Holy Rosary. I'll say it again, The Secret of the Holy Rosary. And here's a few quotes uh, that he pulls out. I'm not going to be able to get to all of them, but a few that kind of stuck out to me as I was preparing for this. It is not so much the length of a prayer, St. Louis de Montfort says, as the fervor with which it is said, which pleases God and touches his heart. A single Hail Mary said properly is worth more than 150 said badly. My wife uh, and I prayed a decade of the rosary last night. We prayed a decade of the rosary because we knew that that was going to be the prayer. If we would have prayed the whole rosary last night in the shape our family was in with our kids being tired and all of that, we would have said it, but we probably wouldn't have prayed it. And so a goal for us is, you know, we we have to do what what we got to do. And sometimes we are able to pray a full rosary, but there's other times where we want to be intentional about it. And we just pray that decade of the rosary. And if that's you, that's okay. You pray a decade of the rosary to start. Uh, St. Louis de Montfort said, when the rosary is well said, it gives Jesus and Mary more glory and is more meritorious for the soul than any other prayer. But it is also the hardest prayer to say well and to preserve, persevere excuse me, in owning, uh, especially with distractions, which also inevitably attend the constant repetition of the same words. It's not an easy prayer. And we can sometimes think it is. You know, again, I, I get distracted in it all the time, but we pull ourselves back. And we ask the Lord to, to fix in our heart, of course, the, the fruits that come from it. The angelic salutation is the new hymn of the law of grace, the joy of the angels and men, and the hymn which terrifies devils and puts them to shame. St. Louis de Montfort said, Our Lady revealed to several people that each time they say a Hail Mary, they are giving her a beautiful rose, and that each complete rosary makes her a crown of roses. 
Our Lady of the Rosary, pray for us. Again, get that book, The Secret of the Holy Rosary. It's a game changer uh, for your life and devotion to Our Lady. Puts the show in the books, friends. Thank you so much for joining me today here on this Thursday. We'll be back on live from the Mercy One studio tomorrow. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people, keep them safe, defend them, prepare them, that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey friends, a copy of Bishop Johnson's letter inviting all of you to support Iowa Catholic Radio and listen to his show is on our website right now at iowacatholicradio.com. Check it out. Uh, if, you, if you didn't or weren't able to read it from the mail that we sent, and check out his show as well that's going to be on tomorrow. It's a great show. Thank you. iowacatholicradio.com. I'm John Leonetti, friends. Make it a great day. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Flood our souls with one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.